First of all, a podcast takes a lot of work, okay? You have to organize the guests, you have to do a Google Calendar, and then you build a following. It takes a long fucking time, and I've been working on it for a while. Hello. Podcasters. Podcasters. I don't know why I said it so weird. Hello. Wait, what is it? Hello, podcasters. Welcome back or welcome to I Don't Care the Podcast. I'm your girl, Alexia Stefano. You would think 80 episodes into the podcast, I would finally have that intro down pack. I don't, probably never will. And I think that's what makes it fun. Okay, just like last week, I have somewhere to be after this. I keep doing this to myself because if I'm going to get ready to go out, I may as well do the podcast. And does it take me forever to get ready? No, it just takes me forever in the morning to get up, eat, brush my teeth, shower. By the time I do that, it's like time to go because I'm nonchalant when I've when I'm not in a rush. And then I become in a rush. So here I am. I should have enough time to completely film this episode, but we shall see. I've got some fun story times to tell you guys. And then if we have time, I want to do something a little out of the box. And then we're going to reflect on 2023 because this is the first episode of 2024 welcome welcome to the new year everyone it's 2024 bitch i mean for me today it is december 29th 2023 so it's not the new year quite yet but it will be when this is posted side note my hands are dry because i just peeled like a hundred fucking potatoes and as I was peeling one of the potatoes, I got my nail and I chipped my nail. My worst nightmare is cutting my toenail with my razor when I'm shaving. It's like my irrational fear. And when I drop my razors, oh my God, do I crinkle my toes. I get so nervous. I'm like, ah, my toes. To the point where sometimes that will be the thing that doesn't let me go to bed that I'm just like continuously thinking about cutting my fucking toenails or my nails oh like shaving it with a razor like that is that is probably my most irrational fear that I never think to say as my answer because I just forget about it because it's so irrational that unless something happens or just like I'm in bed thinking about it I usually avoid it, but the potato, the potato, the potato peeler nearly made that irrational fear rational, and that is petrifying. Okay, kiddos, let's get into the first piece of advice for 2024. We have been making amazing progress with these advice segments this is probably my favorite time of the episode because it really allows me to pop off sometimes and say things that are unexpected 
of me to say. Okay, this one has a feather, which is pretty amazing because one of my favorite songs is Feather by Sabrina Carpenter. I feel so much lighter like a feather with you off my mind. Oh, your signals are mixed. You act like a bitch. You fit every stereotype. Send a pic. I feel so much lighter like a feather with you up my mind. With you up my daughter. Okay. So this is, listen, bitch, don't hold back the tears. Let them flow like a fucking faucet. I couldn't unrelate to something more unrelate isn't like the proper word but like I don't relate to this with any ounce of my body I am the opposite of a flowing faucet I am a drained sink I am I am uh I am a fart that you can't get out that you're holding in I am uh, I am a volcano that doesn't explode. I am, I'm running out of examples, but I am those things. I don't cry. I don't really feel the urge to cry. I don't like crying. Crying is annoying. It's a waste of my time. It makes my, I can't breathe out of my nose And that is one of the most annoying things in the world to me is when my nose is clogged. So why in the hell would I let myself cry to purposely clog my nose? And then your eyes are red and puffy and like they they hurt. And then you can't sleep well because like I said, your nose is stuffy or your throat hurts or just like it, it. It sounds like a terrible time. Why would I participate in it? I go about my life perfectly fine, barely ever crying. And I cry like twice a year. And it's it's a good relief when I do. And then I'm I'm good for the rest of the year. Like people cry every day. People cry every day. What do you have to cry about every day? I'm sure it feels good. But it's just like that's too much like that's too much and like people cry once a week again what do you have to cry about once a week are you crying because you're genuinely sad because I don't think that that's a good thing I think I'm a glass half I know I'm a glass half full kind of person and I'd rather look at the good in things than dwell on the bad in things so I don't always feel the urge to cry When I do feel the urge to cry, I just tell myself, you don't have time for this. Is this really what you want to be spending your time doing, crying? No. And then I stop myself. Or I literally just say, don't do it. Just why would you, why would you do it? Now, I'm sure many of you are thinking in your head, that's toxic. You should cry. You should feel okay to cry. I don't. Should I go to therapy for it? Yeah. I should. Will I? One day. But again, it's not because I care about feeling the need to cry, but because I want to be able to cry in my art of acting. 
But personally, I, I don't like to cry. And I don't know if I've made that clear enough. So let me give you a couple of examples. And, and these are usually examples that people even tend to bring up to me. And people make such a big deal about crying, which makes me not want to cry even more. Especially towards me because I never do it. If people, like my mom, if she sees me like shed a tear, she's like, oh my God, she's crying. Oh my God. And I'm like, okay, well, now you've made a big deal about it. I'm going to suck it back up and never do it again. Uh, like for my grandma's eulogy, I shed a couple tears when I was up there talking. You know, you're standing in front of an audience of people just crying, looking up at you. And it's like, ah, oof. But then I'm also saying like genuine things. And um, and then afterwards, my mom goes, it was nice to see you have emotions up there because I haven't cried about it in per in front of anyone or really even at all. Not because there's not urges to. But literally because I tell myself, don't do it. You don't have time for this. You don't want to do it. So I don't. I, I rather joke about things. I rather think about the good times or even be angry instead of sad. I just tend to avoid sadness at all costs because I don't like the feeling of it. And I think that's okay. But let me let me try to flip the switch here because this says don't hold back the tears let them flow like a fucking faucet now this is advice for me and usually these are already things that I do and then I'm telling you why they work for me or why I do it or why I agree but I disagree with this one because it's not what I do because it's not how I live my life but I am also very consciously aware that it is good for you to cry that it is the the healthy thing to do I'm not saying my way is the right way it's just the way that I prefer for myself because I don't like crying because I don't like that whole process but this is good advice and should be listened to but I I won't listen to it so my advice for you don't take my advice this time this time take the cards advice but not my advice that's the advice I have to give to you but if you are someone like me who is like fuck that I'm not gonna cry um like he what is people tend to call us emotionless um, disrespectful, having no heart. But just because you cry doesn't make you more of a person, doesn't make you more of a feeler, doesn't mean you have bigger emotions than I do. It just means you show them a different way and I show them a different way. And you don't see me being out here like, oh my God, you're crying. Oh, you're crying. Oh, look at her, guys. She's crying. But when you don't cry in situations that are normal to cry, it's a big deal. I just don't do it. I don't like to do it. I control my emotions differently. And that's fine. And I don't feel like a blockage. 
I know certain people, if they don't cry, however many times, they feel like they're going to explode. I don't have that feeling. I have it, like I said, once, maybe twice a year. And I let it be when it when I have that. But otherwise, there's too much positive things in life to cry about the negatives all the time. It's just so annoying when people dwell on all the negatives. Like, even in terms of death. Yeah, it's a negative situation. The whole thing sucks. Like, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. But you can't dwell on the suckiness 24-7. You have to realize that you had good memories. That they lived a, a long life. And, you know, you have to appreciate the legacy that was created. You have to um, realize the bond that you had with that person and whatnot. I cannot dwell on the negative because that is just not good for me. And I hate those people. They drive me nuts. They drive me nuts. I can't stand negative people. You're just putting me down. You're putting everyone down. And it is what it is. You do you. But I'm also going to do me. So my advice then, if I really have to say good advice, you do you. If it's crying like a fucking faucet, then cry like a faucet. If it's holding it in and releasing once a year, then do that. Whatever works for you. It it literally doesn't matter. Do you. If you feel the urge to cry often and you continue to tell yourself no, then maybe like let yourself cry a little bit more. But if you're like me where it's like that feeling happens a little bit, but not really often, just do whatever the fuck works for you. And with that, I'm going to end the advice segment there. Damn, I thought it was going to be like, because there's a picture of a feather. I guess it makes sense because it's like, once you cry, you feel lighter. But I thought it was going to be something else. Okay, so this morning, no, let's start two days ago, at night, I was watching TV. I was watching a movie, Salt Lake, Saltburn, not Salt Lake, Saltburn. And I have to rewatch it because I got bored of it about halfway through and I stopped paying attention. But people are saying it's the best movie of the year, which is not going to be my answer regardless. That goes to bottoms. But people are saying it's amazing. And what I watched, look, what I watched so far, I, I can't give a true and honest reflection because I've missed out pretty much on all the crazy shit. But what I will say is that just in general, this isn't my sort of movie style. I don't love... I don't like slow movies. And this, to me, was a slow movie. It, it, it took a long time to, th- to get things started. I don't like when an introduction is so long. I like it enough where you understand the premise, you understand what's going on, and who everyone is. 
I don't like when they dwell it for too long and I hate slow scenes. I hate too many conversation-based scenes, especially between two people. Those drive me fucking up the wall. And yes, I my skit that I wrote is literally just that, but it's comedy, so it works. But um, I have to give it another chance. So I, I'm not even going to get into it more. I was just watching it and my mom, it's not her type of movie at all. So like two minutes in, she's like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. She goes to bed and then for some reason she like comes back out and I turn around and when I turn around, I see a spider above her head and I go, my spider. And she looks up, she goes, okay. And I go, well, kill it. And she goes, what do you want me to do? It's on the roof and it's small. It's fine. And I'm like, uh, uh, okay, fine, we'll leave it there. Leave it then. The next day, I wake up, I go about my day, and then I get settled in my room to do some work. And then I have to go pee. So I get up, I walk, and I can see spiders Like, I have x-ray vision for spiders. I can see the smallest of smallest spiders from a mile away. I can see the biggest of biggest spiders, obviously. And so I'm walking and then I see, like, in the corner of my eye, a black blob. And I jump and I turn and I look and I go, ah! It's on my mom's door. Now, my mom's door is right beside my door. And I think for, for the rest of my walk... Well, do I kill it or do I let it be? Ultimately, I decided, ah, just let it be. Okay? That was a wrong decision. I should have killed it then because I would have had, it, it would have been perfect. I would have been able to reach it. It would have been perfect. But I made the wrong choice and I let it go. I go back, it's still there. I say now I have another choice. I can close my door and hope that it doesn't come in because my door is closed or I can leave my door open and keep my eye on the spider. I decided to keep my door open and keep an eye on the spider because I didn't want to open my door and have the spider be on my door when I open it and then be scared. So I kept my door open. I FaceTime Hewat. I FaceTime Hewat. The spider comes in my room. I'm scared. I'm telling he what that I'm scared. And she goes, it's going to be okay. We're going to handle this together. It's going to be okay. And then he what and I get distracted naturally. I look back. It's still there. Thank God. I look back at he what look back and it's gone. It's gone. And I start freaking out. I'm like, he what it's gone. What am I getting? It's gone. I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. Where to go? Where to go? It's gone. And she's like, it's okay. It either fell onto your book shelf or it went in a hole. And I go, no, you're right. Yeah, it could be on my fucking bookshelf above my head. You're right. Nothing to worry about. I'm like, I'm going to keep an eye on it as we talk. I'm going to keep I'm going to keep an eye on the, the premise that it was in. So I keep an eye on the premise. Eventually, it comes back out of the hole. It went under like my molding. So. I can see it half in my molding, half out of my molding, and I keep an eye on it. And I'm like, as soon 
as I'm able to vacuum it, I will. Once it comes out of the molding completely, I will vacuum it. It comes out of the hole completely. I go, he wants its time. I prop her up so she can watch me. I get the vacuum. I turn the vacuum on. I say my chant. I can. I will. I am. I can. I will. I am. I can do it. I will do it. I am doing it. I say that over and over again. I can. I will. I am. I can. I will. I am. And then I do it. And then I drop. I drop. I scream. I drop to the floor. I drop the vacuum on the floor. I turn the vacuum off. And I stand guard. And I say, I don't know if I got it. I can't be certain that I got it. It could have fallen. I don't know if I got it. And he reassures me. She goes, no, you got it. Do you see it? And I say, no. And she's like, then you got it. And I'm like, no, technically that's not how it works. It could have fallen onto the bookshelf. Um, and she's like, I'm sure it's in there. And so I, I look in there to see if I see it, but I don't want to be too close because I have an irrational fear of spiders. So it's not irrational. That is the most rational fears of fears. So I then tell her, I'm like, I don't believe vacuum cleaning spiders kills them. And she's like, yeah, it does. And I'm like, no, I don't believe that. I think it just, there's like so much room inside the vacuum that they could crawl. What if like it's a pregnant spider and then it colonizes in there or it just crawls out and she goes, fine, then put it in a different room and close the door. I go, brilliant idea. So I put it in the office I close the office door and I feel safe. Of course, throughout the day, I keep checking. I keep looking everywhere because I'm like, there is a chance that I did not vacuum clean this fucking spider. And then nighttime rolls around. I eat dinner. I watch TV. I watch. What did I watch? Oh, so first I was showing my mom the movie Bones and All because I love Bones and All. I love Taylor Russell Timothy Chalamet is in it. Such a great movie. She's bored of it. She doesn't love old time movies. And this is a 2022 movie, but it's um, it's a period piece. It's phenomenal. It's dark. It's twisted. It's technically categorized as a horror. To me, it is a romance movie between two cannibalists. And... She's like, this sucks. And I'm like, you're wrong, but fine. So then I put bodies, bodies, bodies on because that's just a safe movie. Everyone's going to love it. Who doesn't love a whodunit, a murder mystery. And it's like Rachel Sennett is in it. It's hilarious. I 100% recommend it. One of the best movies. It's just one of those movies that everyone will love. Pete Davidson is in it. Um, it's really good. I recommend it if you're just like looking for a movie to watch. You love a whodunit, but it's also a comedy. To me, it's superior to Glass Onion. But same sort of um, tone of movie. Except they're not, oh, they are rich. They are rich. They're not adults, though. They're 
they're well they are they're young adults anyways amazing and then i go to bed snuggle cuddle with luna wake up in the morning snuggle cuddle with luna go on my phone a little bit i happily changed my screensaver to some cuter pictures of luna they're all cute but this i changed it to my favorite picture of her because i was like she's so cute Okay, so just as I'm saying this story, one of my cousins responds to my Instagram story regarding what I'm about to say. And she says, that's like a nightmare for me too. So just so you know, shit's about to hit the rail, okay? This is how I start my day. I am like, Luna, it's time we get up. Let's get up. We get out of bed. I'm happy, happy, happy. I flip the sheets over onto my pillow and I fix my bed. I look down. I scream. I scream. The same fucking spider on my bed. Now, my brother was trying to tell me it's not the same spider and that it's a different one. I know my spiders. One thing about me, I know my spiders. I hate them. I know them. I was staring at it all day yesterday. I know what it looks like. This was it. Yes, these small spiders all look the same, but I know this was it. Now, two options. It crawled out of the fucking vacuum cleaner with vengeance and came in my room. Or I was truly unsuccessful in vacuuming it. And when I thought I vacuumed it, it fell And then it made its fucking way into my bed again as vengeance. And don't come at me with karma. It's not karma. It was it's a it's an invader in my home. It's not welcome in my home. And it came in my self-protection. Self-protection. I failed at it, though. So it came back. In my fucking bed. In my fucking bed on the side of the bed that I sleep now my mom I FaceTime her no no no. I'm skipping ahead let me not skip ahead I start screaming right I'm freaking out and I'm not wearing pants yet because I don't wear pants to bed which is another thing that like I'm like oh my god I have spider bites all over me now it was what if it was in my hair what if it was on my face like all of these things are running through my head And because I'm like freaking out, my dog is like trying to console me and like comfort me. But she's like scratching my naked legs and it's painful. So I'm like, ah, Spider Luna, stop. Ah, Spider Luna, stop. And then I was like, Luna, I need to kick you out right now. I need to handle this spider. I can't have you scratching my leg. I can't have you chasing the spider or like licking it. I need to like, you need to leave momentarily while I handle the situation. So I put Luna outside of the door and she patiently waits. I flick off the spider. I flick the spider off of my bed with my slipper. Oh! (laughs) And um, it falls on the floor. And I go to hit it. I go, die! I fucking miss. The spider ran under my bed. I just need a moment. This is really hard. 
the spider is con- still, it's still there. It is 2.30 in the afternoon. It is still there. I couldn't get it. This spider has escaped death three times. Three times. It is giving me hell. Hell. And I FaceTime my mom. And she goes, hi, honey. Good morning. All fucking happy. And I just said, the next time I tell you to kill a spider, kill the spider. And she starts laughing, right? Because she's like, ha, 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 you and these spiders. And I go, it was in my fucking bed. And she's hysterical. Her and her coworker laughing their heads off like I'm telling, a, like, a, like I'm on, doing a comedy set. I am telling you I am scared for my life. And you are hysterically laughing. the audacity i and she wasn't helpful she wasn't helpful she just laughed she just was laughing and being like haha well you know like next time she's like go get your brother to help my brother doesn't want to help he said no he said no yesterday when i was trying to kill it yesterday had either of you helped me i wouldn't be in this situation it's like i saw it coming Right. I see it coming. I say we need to kill the spiders because they're going to come after me. I've been saying it for years and years and years. They have a vendetta against me. They're always looking for me. They're always around me. They leave them alone, but they're always around me. I've said it every single time I encounter a spider on the podcast. I say it. Go back. This spider is here to fuck with me, to haunt me. Like it's like someone someone reincarnated into this spider who once didn't like me or it's like all the spiders reincarnated into this spider to to come against me and the thing is i don't kill the spiders i've killed very few spiders in my time i get them killed so go after the ones who like i don't deserve this I don't deserve this. How am I ever going to sleep comfortably in my bed again knowing that there was a spider? And my mom goes, well, you see, you survived. Nothing happened to you. How do we know nothing happened to me? I'm a deep sleeper. I could have been bitten. It could have went in my mouth, in my nose, in my ears. Oh, my God. It could have been in my hair. Like, we don't know. We don't know what I went through then during my sleep. We don't know what Luna went through during her sleep. What if it bit her? What if it attacked her? Way to start my new year, right? It's fine. I'm at, This is actually how I'm ending 2023, which is very suiting considering it's been a terrible year. It's very suiting that it ends terribly as well. Because at least this means that 2024 will have to be good (sighs) I'm just taking a moment of like silence to like just realize what I've been through the spider really got me
I've had a lot of spider encounters this year. The second worst one next to this one, because nothing beats spider in bed, was the big fucking wolf spider that was down here in the corner that traumatized me so much that I can't actually enter this room without spider checking. They're after me. I hope you guys start to understand what I'm saying. It's to the point where when I die, I think I will die because of spiders. So, that's that. And my mom always says, you know you used to pick them up when you were little? You used to pick them up. What happened to you? What happened to me is I grew up and I realized how dangerous they are and how disgusting they are and that they have teeth and that they can kill you and, 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 and that. That's what happened. Okay, the second story. Calm me down here. <laughs> so Christmas Day, we went to my aunt's house and Lunetta Mia came, my dog. And uh, we went, my mom drove. But I had to keep going to the car because we forgot a couple things. And my aunt has like in her main entrance a closet where you put all the jackets in and it's like a hundred fucking black jackets in there I know what mine looks like because I know my jacket but I needed to get my mom's keys to go in the car to grab something and so I'm just like looking around there I can't remember what my mom's jacket looks like I know it's black like every single other jacket and so I just like put my hand in every pocket until I found her keys. I found her keys. I take it out. And then I'm like, shit, what jacket was that? Oh, well, I go to the car. I get what we need. And then I was like, well, I can't remember what jacket was my mom's because they all look the same. So I'll just put it in my jacket so I don't lose them. So I put them in my jacket. And then I had to go back to the car later on. So I grab them I go back I put them back in my jacket because my thought is it, they're safer in my jacket versus me thinking I put them in my mom's jacket but actually I put them in someone else's jacket that would have been the worst off option now it comes time it's like really late I'm getting exhausted I'm ready to go home and my brother drove himself and he's like I'm leaving I'm like great I'm coming with you and so then my mom pulls out my jacket from the closet and she like gets it ready for me to put on. So I slip my arms in there and off I go with my dog, with my brother in his car. I come home. I take Luna outside. I come back. I look at my phone. Three missed calls. Two FaceTime missed calls from my mom. And I'm like, shit, what the fuck happened? We literally just got home. I FaceTime her back and she looks at me and I'm like, yeah, what's going on? She goes, where are my keys? And I just go, oh, shit. They're in my pocket. And she goes, mm-hmm. How do you expect me to get home now? And I go, yeah, that's, um... 
that's a great question. Let me think about it. You could sleep there. And she goes, nope. I am not sleeping here. I have somewhere to be in the morning. I go, okay, okay, okay. Um, Gaka! I fucking have mom's keys in my pocket. He goes, shit. I go, he said shit. My mom goes, mm-hmm, shit. And then I go, okay. And then he goes, well, do we have to, like, drive back? I go, do you want us to drive back? And she goes, well and then my uncle's like you can just take one of our cars and she goes nope i'll just take their car and i go great looks like we've got a solution then i'm gonna hit the sheets i'm going to bed and uh she comes home i was already in bed so it's like your safety you can't come in my room because i'm like in bed i'm sleeping in the morning i didn't even see her because she had to she had to go all the way back to burnaby drop off the car get her car come all the way back to coquitlam do her appointment come back she was pretty she was she was you know she wasn't as mad as you might think but it wasn't my fault i mean it wasn't anyone's fault like it was just an oopsies because the idea was that i would go home with her right but it was just getting late and i could tell that she wasn't in the mood to leave anytime soon and i was very ready for bed exhausted um and so i was like i'm just gonna go home now i wonder if i were to go in the closet and take my jacket out myself if i would have remembered to pull out the keys there's a good chance no but i don't know maybe i would have so that's just another little story um it's not as exciting or traumatizing as the spider but it was an oopsies on my end oopsies Okay, there is another story. I'm just not going to tell it today, but I will have to tell you guys it one day because it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, Cassie is asking me a question. I have leftover wig caps that I'm literally never going to use. Oh, I can ask her. Um, okay, so like I said last episode... I want to take up stand-up comedy. Not because I think I'm going to be good at it, but just because it is so out of my comfort zone and something that if I achieve and do decently well, I'll be very proud of. And I think it's just like such a fun thing to say that I've done. Like I've done stand-up comedy. Like how fun would that be? And then get to show something if it's good enough. And um, sometimes I have ideas of maybe what it would be about. And then I'll write them down so I don't forget. And I wrote down this one idea I had. Um, it's kind of promiscu- promiscuous. It's a little in, um, salacious. But I think it's funny And of course, I send it to my friends and they're like, well, girl, you need to like deliver it for us and say this is good. And I do use it one day for like a stand up comedy set. And I'm saying it here. 
just laugh again okay i'm kind of nervous to do this especially because like my brother he's in the other room and like i said it's salacious and tumultuous so i'm a little nervous also i've never like done stand up there's a certain way you're supposed to talk there's a certain like certain beats you're supposed to hit there's certain tones and punchlines and whatnot that are specific and i've never done it before so i'm not sure i can do it guys i'm nervous i i don't want to do it oh what have i done to myself okay um this is like when someone says this person can do a good accent do the accent and they're like no it's oh you want me to do that you want me to i can't do that or it's like oh she can sing sing something and it's like fuck i don't want to do that this is i've told myself i'm gonna say this and now myself is like girl i don't want to do that shit but here we are maybe if i bring the mic i, I can be a little quieter okay guys i can't do it have i spoiled it for you maybe i'll add it in at the end i'll add it in at the end and i'll record it a different time sorry for that i just can't do it i need to practice i haven't practiced it yet um you know let's reflect i have to go soon so let's just briefly reflect on the year 2023 since now it is officially 2024 and last episode i talked to you guys about what i hope for 2024 i'm now going to reflect 2023 so the beginning of the year the first episode i posted of 2023 was a heavy episode sort of about my feelings and relationships with certain people in my life this year has been really good for me in terms of those relationships there has been lots of distance lots of time which i learned i like and is exactly what i needed it's not that i don't want people in my life I just can't be around those. I can't have those feelings that I have all the time. And in order not to, distance is the answer. So I realized that throughout this year. And unfortunately, you know, things can be awkward and maybe not what everyone wants. But I am an adult now and I do have to make the decisions that are best for me. And this one is just one of those things that I have to be selfish about. So in the beginning of the year, the feelings were strong. The feelings were heavy. The feelings were big, bold. Ah. Now, I am happy to not have that. Something that helps a lot is... You know, my best friends will say it. I recently caught up with some new people and they said it, um, which is just like, or, you know, people even in my life, everyday family thing, 
will tell me too like it is they like to see me following my dreams I didn't just say that I want to be an actress I'm doing the work and it's hard work and it doesn't always pay off and it's a hard struggle it's a hard climb but I'm doing it and they appreciate that that's like all I've ever wanted to hear so because I've heard it quite often this year it feels good so I don't have the same feelings I had at the beginning of the year even though the feelings were directed to other people it still feels good that anyone has given me the appreciation that I know I deserve still more to come though please give me all the compliments I love them I know how to take them I'm not one of those people that's like no 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 thank you no don't say no I I like them and I agree um I also planned my mom's 50th birthday party I knew it would be important to her to celebrate her 50th with everyone that she loved and in doing that I realized that she needed two surprise birthday parties. One surprise birthday party to throw her off, maybe make her feel a little disappointed. So then when the big, big surprise happened, she was happier. And I'm so grateful that I did that because now looking back, that was, you know, the last birthday that my mom got to celebrate with my grandma. And there's pictures of them. It's a memory that we had to, we got to have. My grandma was so happy and excited and she bought my mom this fabulous 50 wine cup and she put a f- like flowers and she made a bouquet in it. And um, we have it still like, it was, it, I'm very grateful that my mom got to celebrate such a milestone with my grandma um, as well. And then she had the other birthday party that she got to celebrate with all her cousins and her friends and um, co-workers and siblings and kids and everyone. So she, and she got to dance and have fun and drink a little bit. So She got to celebrate with everyone she loved more when it was with the grandparents and everything. It was more of just like a casual, nice dinner. But then she got to do the big party with everyone else, all the younger crew. So I was happy that that had that happened. And then. And then April, my mom and I got some more tattoos then I decided I needed a break. And then I went to Sabrina Carpenter with Cassie. And that was just amazing. One of my favorite days of the year. Such a good time. I mean, the whole thing. We went to Cactus Club before. We had some Bellinis. We chit-chatted. And then we had to wait in the fucking freezing cold with no jackets. It was pouring rain. We had went to a few dollar stores looking for umbrellas. Because none of, none of us brought umbrellas. And 
we were just cuddling in the line holding on for dear life just to like get warm and we played some games in the line we met some new people the concert itself was amazing but the whole day was so fun we made the whole day just a fun eventful day then in may it was her and i's birthday we have the same birthday week we went to harrison we got our pedicures done we did some walking a nice car ride i just you know sang away in the car and that same day i did um i went to my brother's girlfriend's house and her family did like a game day and that was super fun um that was may in june i don't remember anything in june (laughs) In July, we went to San Francisco. You guys know all about it. Looking back, I had a good time. Just my mood wasn't there because I had to wake up early. And my sleep schedule really does determine my mood. Um, And I wasn't eating properly. Like the whole thing, like my levels were off. Okay, but I did have a good time looking back so that happened and then august some some i went to sam smith i can't remember if that was in august but then september the whole month was how the fuck do we go to beyonce and then we made it to beyonce baby floor seats three grand worth of tickets for three hundred dollars i mean come on October. October was my favorite month of the year because I really went into the Halloween spirit. I gave it my all. I really enjoyed watching a new horror movie every single night. Um, That's a tradition I would like to continue on for myself. Next year, I'm thinking of making it uh, trilogy, not trilogies, just uh, franchises. So it would be the Halloween franchise, the Scream franchise, Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise, um, then even uh, maybe like the Ghostbusters, even though those aren't scary, Conjuring, Insidious, like do the franchises and watch watch that. Uh, And then Halloween Day was just amazing as always, my favorite time of the year. So October was my favorite month. November was the worst month because, well, the first half of it, I decided that I really needed to start getting back into my craft. I really needed to start writing again. And so the first few weeks of November, I dedicated to that. And it was going really well. And I was feeling like the difficulties of the strike plus not doing enough personally for my career those feelings weigh me down a lot and I felt like I was finally taking control and changing that and then my grandma passes away tragically unexpectedly out of nowhere and that really really like you know hit us hard naturally 
And that's kind of just how it's been for the rest of the year is just heavy, upsetting, dark, sad. Um, Yeah, so that's the year. But like I said, the strike has really been going on for the longest time. And that's been difficult as well. So that like made everything worse. It's been a a very useless year in terms of my career. And that's not been easy emotionally as well. It's been a shitty fucking year. Shitty, useless, unexpected, sad, but fun from time to time too. That was 2023. Welcome, welcome 2024. Okay, guys, I really got to go. I'm getting, I'm going to uh, get some microneedling done today because I have free treatments that I need to use up. So I will be puffy and scaly and scabby over the next few days, but I'm excited for it. But I got to go. I have an hour and a half transit ride to to get started. So thank you all for tuning in. Happy New Year. Like I said last week, 2024 is the year that is going to be full of positivity, full of achievements, full of success. You just need to claim it and believe it. You can. You will. You are. I can. I will. I am. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) 